Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's go. Happy Wednesday. They say it's hump day. That makes it sound a lot more fun than it actually is. The early morning show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. It's Crowley. You know how to get involved in the show. You dial me up at 412-928-9370. I'll put you right on the air. Or you can join the cast of dozens. Follow me on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. Mike Tomlin, yesterday, protocol, concussions, Kenny Pickett. What's going on? Kenny Pickett, after the game, I was asked about protocol that he went through and my knowledge of it. Oftentimes, the guys on the field have my attention, and I just receive information from medical experts and so forth. So I wasn't a part of his process. After the first series of the game, he was evaluated by the medical experts. He was cleared to continue. Even though we clear someone to continue, oftentimes they're continually evaluated throughout the process of the game, and that's what transpired when he came off the field. The next series, they continued that evaluation, and it was determined that he could not continue so there you go that's what happened with Kenny Pickett according to Mike Tomlin on Sunday how about more of an update I played a little bit for you there to start the show in the headline here's Mike Tomlin speaking at length about Kenny Pickett and what it's going to take to get him back this weekend. Kenny's in the protocol. Like always, when we're in the protocol, we'll adhere to it. We'll rely on the expertise of our medical experts and let those guys provide the framework for how we proceed. Participation is big, obviously, for him and the quality of that participation. The last time he sustained a concussion, he was in the protocol, but he was allowed to work. I know anytime there's an injury, you guys love to chew that up over the course of the week. When someone's in the protocol, they're evaluated by the experts. They either cleared to participate or not, even when they are, which he was, they watch him continually. As they continued to watch him, they decided to pull him, and that's the reality of it. Enjoy. Have at it. How much input are you going to have in putting him in the game, knowing he has had two concussions in eight weeks? Again, I lean on the expertise of the medical experts, guys. You guys can ask me all the medical levels of caution and optimism questions you want. I lean on those medical experts. I am not. Whatever they decide is what we do, and there's really not a lot of discussion there. So if he's cleared, he'll play? If he's cleared. I have defended Mike Tomlin an awful lot on this show, on the morning show, my old show, social media, blog posts, in the Pittsburgh City paper back in the day. I have defended Mike Tomlin frequently because I have long thought That people in this town, maybe the minority, but people in this town 
haven't quite known what they have in Mike Tomlin. And we're going to get to, coming up in about 13 or so minutes, where I am on Mike Tomlin now, at large. But before we get to that, I thought his tone yesterday in that answer, those series of answers, was totally inappropriate for the moment. Making the concussion protocol, making Kenny Pickett's health a contentious moment with the media. Of course there are going to be questions about the franchise quarterback who was picked 20th overall and whether or not he'd be able to play and what happened on Sunday. Kenny Pickett came off the field on Sunday and he wasn't quite to a tongue of Iloa wobbly, but he was wobbly. He then went into the tent with the NFL's evaluator, the guy who wears the red hat, with the Steelers' doctors, and they determined he could go back into the game. Now, the way I see it, when he was put back into the game, now upon review, now upon me having watched the tape a bunch of times, I think the protocol failed. I think you need to err on the side of caution, and I think they totally screwed up by allowing him to go back in after having seen that he was not himself walking off that field. If I learned anything, and sometimes it's hard to learn things, if I learned anything from what happened with Tua Tungavailoa, it's that part of the protocol is watching the player come off the field. And if you don't see it live, you are supposed to look at the video of the guy coming off the field. So I think they screwed up. And I think the league, the Steelers, Kenny Pickett, are all lucky that Kenny did not get hit on that series whenever he did come back into the football game. I think they screwed this up, and I think it's not a huge deal nationally because Kenny Pickett did not take a second hit the way that Tua did. They effed up, they effed up bad in my mind. And so when Mike Tomlin gets asked about the process, when Mike Tomlin gets asked, hey, what happened on Sunday? Where are things going with Kenny this week? Your quarterback, your franchise guy, 20th overall pick, has now suffered two concussions in eight weeks. And Mike Tomlin made it about the media? Nah, man. Of course people want to know about that guy. You don't think fans want to know? That's what the media is about. Supposed to be. An extension to the fans. To get information from the head coach about people's favorite football team. About their favorite quarterback. About the franchise quarterback. Concussions are serious. You got concussions. You got CTE. Brain injury. We now know more about concussions than we ever have before. And when Mike Tomlin answers the question in that manner, to me, it sounds like he's not taking it seriously. Like the media is out to get him. The media is out to paint the Steelers in a bad light or the league in a bad light or maybe in some weird way, Kenny Pickett in a bad light. That's not what this is about. It's about finding answers and about finding out whether or not Things should be different this time around than Kenny Pickett's first concussion. Find out whether or not this was different than Tua. And if it's not, what can you do in the future to make sure that a guy who has suffered a concussion does not go back into a football game? This is serious stuff. We talk about sports, folks. We break down games. We laugh. Mike Leach passes away and we play 
some of the odd stuff that he said, the funny stuff he said over the years, I guess that borders on serious, of course, because a man passed away. But really, we're talking about sports most of the time, which is supposed to be fun. But sometimes there are going to be things that are more serious that need to be addressed. And it's not about playing gotcha journalist. It's not about trying to paint Mike Tomlin in a bad light. It's about trying to find answers to what is obviously an NFL's problem, an issue that the league has. Where's the protocol go from here? Mike Tomlin's on the competition committee. He needs to give a better answer. And I was really disappointed to hear the way that Mike Tomlin talked down in the media yesterday. And you throw on top of that, he's a 5-8 and eight coach who's just coming off losing to the biggest rival that had a backup quarterback in the game, then a third-string quarterback in the game at Akershire Stadium. And this guy's going to stand up there like everything's all well and good, and then he's going to make questions about concussions, which are a very serious league issue. He's going to make it about the media. Nah, that doesn't sit well with me. It pisses me off, frankly. You know, Mike Tomlin for years has been condescending in these press conferences, but he had never had a losing season, and he had won a Super Bowl, and he's winning eight games with Tweedledee and Tweedleduck, and he can always stand on the merits of, hey, I'm a damn good NFL head coach. Well, what have you done for me lately? You're only as good as you are right now to me, and the Steelers are 5-8. and eight. And whenever your special team sucks and your offense blows – and your defense gets 200 yards shoved up your backside on the ground, when all those three things happen in the same game, when you don't play well in any facet of the game, that falls on the coach. So maybe he's frustrated. Okay, that's, I think, fair. But when you're asked a question about something as serious as the brain health of your franchise quarterback, I need better from you, Mike Tomlin. And it rubbed me the wrong way. If you are 8-5, and five, I still don't like it, but you are the head coach of an 8-5 and five football team. You can speak from an air of superiority. But now, man, you're 5-8. and eight. Your job ain't being done. Not well enough, but the people who are asking the questions are just trying to do their job to the best of their ability. It's not about the media. It's about the brain health of Kenny Pickett. Where do things go from here? Two concussions in eight weeks. And it's about whether or not things were handled correctly on Sunday. Answer the question and don't be a condescending jerk. 412-928-9370. I don't know how that resonates on the audience. You tell me what you think about that. Like, it sounds like I'm just taking up for media members, and perhaps I am, but I think that the media is just trying to get answers so that the fans can know what the hell's going on with the guy that they perceive to be the franchise now. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you don't care. You let me know at 412-928-9370. If the Steelers do lose on Sunday, it will clinch Mike Tomlin's first non-winning season in the NFL. And I'm actually relieved by that. I'll explain why next. It's the early morning show, 93.7 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the early morning show. 412-928-9370, the number. I'm Adam Crowley. Let's go to Anthony in Oakland, who, Anthony, you listen to the early morning show. And then I'll hear you calling Zeiss at night, my man. You are as P1 of a listener as there is, dude. Well, I'm retired, so I have I love it. We need more of you, Anthony. Let me just say this. Uh, I think that the Steelers organization needs to get out of the dark ages. On an issue like concussion of your quarterback for the second time, maybe a doctor should have been there instead of the football coach answering these questions. Uh, you know, I, I, the, the organization needs to get with it a little more. I can understand Tomlin's frustration about losing, but he was not equipped to answer a concussion question and, and putting it all up on the doctors. When we've seen the doctors do some strange things also, especially after Tua was injured. Well, uh, I understand, Anthony, why he would put it on the doctors, because I really do think he has little involvement in the decision-making process there. Right. But he is the head coach of the football team, and he should at least know where things stand with the doctors. And if people have follow-up questions like, hey, man, Kenny Pickett has two concussions in eight weeks. Does that change the math here? He should have a better answer than to throw it right back at the media, because that's a very legitimate question. It is, and I, like I said, I, I'm going to say something about the doctors. Listen, the protocol after the Tua injury was to, to hold people out a week. Not here in Steelerland. That their quarterback played the next week and didn't play very well in that Miami game. So now they could to, to have another concussion where he's taken out of the game, put back in, and wobbly. So there is some answers by the doctors that folks want to have here because this is very, very confusing. What's going on down there? And hey, listen, yeah. The, can I say something quickly? Sure. The hypocrisy from Tomlin is clear, too, because he overruled doctors one time in the Ryan Clark case. He did. Right. No, you're exactly right about that. That's a very good point, Anthony, and thank you for the call. Yeah, Ryan Clark was cleared to play at one point in Denver, and Mike Tomlin said, no, 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 your health as a man is more important. Well, what changes now? What is the difference? Now, I understand that maybe from Mike Tomlin's point of view, yes, the doctor said this, but the last time we were there, Ryan Clark could have died. And so you're really talking about a man's life. But whenever you're talking about a brain injury and now you're second in eight weeks, you are talking about what can affect somebody's life after football. To me, even if the doctors would clear him this weekend, and I'm never this guy, I'm always go with the doctor guy, I would just be cautious. One more week, one more week, and then... You don't want symptoms to come back, right, over the course of next week or or this week or something like that, and you miss it. And I just think one extra week wouldn't hurt anything. And then you get Kenny Pickett back for the rest of the season so he can get his reps and develop. But why why not be cautious as it relates to the brain? 412-928-9370. Let's go to Al. Hey, man. How you doing, bud? I'm okay. How are you? Hey, good. I, I agree with what you're saying about Tomlin. I mean, uh, Tomlin, I used to be a big fan of Tomlin myself, but not so much anymore. I mean, he hires these coaches. The offensive line coach stinks. The defensive line coach stinks. They ain't got a punter. They ain't got a kicker. Uh, they can't They can't do anything. It's time to clean house, and he I, he needs to stop being friends with these guys and, and act like a coach and, and do what the deal he needs to do to, 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 get, the, you know, to get the coach that he needs. He, the way he talks – 
the way he talked, and this guy's always ticked me off too, and thank you so much for the call, Al. Like, Bill Belichick has always talked down to the media. Now, he'll answer some football questions and wax poetic for like eight minutes. I think that's sort of a filibuster way of getting out of press conferences with only answering what you want to answer. But he's talked down to the media for years, but he's also won a million championships. You know, Mike Tomlin's talking down to the media and about a very serious subject matter, and he's also 5-8. and eight. Now, I wouldn't want him talking about concussions like this if he were 11-2, and two, but I think when you're 5-8, and eight, it's an even worse look because you ain't doing your job well, and these reporters who are there at the facility, they're just trying to do their job. Let's go to Ted. Hey, man. Hey, what's going on? You tell me. Hey, real quick. You're a thousand percent when it comes to concussions. If you remember that movie Will Smith called Concussion by Mike Webster, Justin Strzok, the Steelers have a long history, and the league has a long history of denial when it comes to concussions. No doubt. So, man, you're a thousand percent right. In this town, this organization like, hid a lot of stuff. Ted, where else do you think that there should be an understanding? As as, let me rephrase this better. And thank you for the call. In Pittsburgh. We dealt with it with Sidney Crosby. We've seen it with Mike Webster. They made the damn movie. Pittsburgh's got great hospitals, great concussion experts. And Mike Tomlin's going to go up there to, you guys want to make this a big deal? It is a big deal, man. How you handle your franchise quarterback with a concussion, any player really, but how you handle your quarterback who is supposed to be your guy for hopefully the next decade plus, it's a big deal. And so answer the questions and don't be a jerk-off about it. If the Steelers lose on Sunday, Mike Tomlin will have clinched his first non-winning, non-losing season. Or first non... mm, He'll have clinched his first losing season. Thank you. Easy for me to say. I have a way with words this morning. And I'll actually be relieved when that happens. It might not happen against Carolina, but I think they're probably not going to win out. And so when they lose their ninth game of the year, it's not going to shut a lot of people up. But anytime you criticize Mike Tomlin, there are two things that get thrown in your face immediately. Number one, my guy's never had a losing season. And the other one, he'll get hired in 15 seconds whenever you let him go. Now, the second one is still going to get thrown in your face. But I am done with the non-losing seasons thing being thrown in my face. You should be able to criticize a head coach who has won three playoff games in 12 years, who hasn't won one in six, who the last three times that they've gone to the playoffs has seen his team get embarrassed and given up 45 points, two of which were at home, one of which against a team without a head coach, the other against a team quarterbacked by Blake Bortles. You need to be able to criticize that guy. And so when it keeps getting thrown in your face, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. How can you fire a guy who's never had a losing season? Okay, now he's going to have had one. What do you then say about Mike Tomlin? Because it's what have you done for me lately? The most recent thing we're going to have seen from Mike Tomlin is he's hired this damn offensive coordinator who sucks out loud. Then he brought him back. Then he didn't fire him at the bye. He let this guy bring in his own staff. So that's recent Tomlin. Losing season would be recent Tomlin. The season before that, sure, you scratch and claw and fight your way to the playoffs with the worst rush defense in football, and you get your butt whooped 
by the Kansas City Chiefs. It's not competitive. It's an embarrassment. When you played good teams last year, you got embarrassed. When you play good teams this year, you got embarrassed. When's the last time a Mike Tomlin team overachieved, huh? The Duck Hodges year? You can tell me up until the point where they were 8-5, and five, they overachieved. But then they were favored in their last three. And you know what they did? They lost his favorites. Something that has become commonplace now with Mike Tomlin. I want to be able to criticize this guy. And so, if he has a losing season, and he's about to, you get that out of the way. And I don't know how Mike Tomlin can have defenders lining the streets when you look at the recent failures of this organization. They haven't drafted well for the last half decade. A lot of that has to be put on Mike Tomlin's plate. The coaching hires have been ridiculous. The not getting rid of coaches who have been here and overstayed their welcome is ridiculous. We need to be able to criticize this guy. We need to be able to have a real conversation about Mike Tomlin, about whether or not he should be the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we cannot have that conversation with a lot of people until he has a losing season. Maybe that will open their eyes to the ongoing mediocrity and problems within this organization. I pray, I pray, I'm making it very serious now, I pray that this will open people's eyes. And if it doesn't open their eyes, at the very least, it takes a bullet out of their chamber. 412-928-9370. 412-928-9370. It's the early morning show, 93.7 The Fan. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet for a great deal on a new or pre-owned vehicle and great service. You'll find it at Sun Chevrolet. Cloudy today. Highs in the 40s. Enough of this dumping on Tomlin for the day because I have spent my mental energy I'm sure I'll do plenty of it at some point on the Fan Morning Show, so I'll save up for that. Alex Ovechkin scored a hat-trick last night. He notched his 800th career goal, and I know people in Pittsburgh don't like the guy, but the way I see it, you don't always have to do the whole comparison shopping thing. Oh, Alex Ovechkin scored 800 goals. Sidney Crosby's so much better. Sidney Crosby's a top five player of all time. Alexander Ovechkin, he's, what, he's a top 15? He's not as good. I used to hate Alex Ovechkin with a passion. Back when the Penguins and Capitals would have their knockdown, drag-out playoff fights, 2009, the dueling hat-trick game, 2016, where you knew that the winner of that series, Benino, 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 Nick Benino, would win the Stanley Cup. 2017, it goes to Game 7 in Washington. Didn't think the Penguins would have a prayer, and they nutted up. Mike Sullivan with legit adjustments that stymied the Washington Capitals. All great moments, and it goes back further than that, too. Even 2018, that was a great series. The Penguins losing Game 6 in overtime. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I've never really liked Alex Ovechkin back when it was hot and heavy between he and Sidney Crosby. But now I find myself in the same place with Alexander Ovechkin that I am with Sidney Crosby. And as a hockey fan, and I am a big hockey fan, I want to just appreciate him for what he is and what he's done. And I understand the greatness. 
And for those of you, and I do believe Sidney Crosby's a top five player of all time with what he's accomplished, the points he's racked up, the consecutive seasons of having a point per game, the back-to-back con smites, the MVPs, all that fun stuff from Sidney Crosby. I think if Alexander Ovechkin winds up breaking Wayne Gretzky's record, and even if he doesn't, I mean, I think there's a strong argument to be made that he's the greatest goal scorer of all time. And if you are the greatest at any one thing, especially scoring goals in an era where it was tough for a while to score goals, that has to have you up there for top five consideration as well. And so you can appreciate Sidney Crosby without knocking Alexander Ovechkin. You can appreciate Alexander Ovechkin without knocking Sidney Crosby. And so much of the mainstream hockey coverage, you'll see it on social media today, I guarantee it, pits those two up against each other. And it's a great rivalry, and it's been a great rivalry. But I think what it does is when you put them up against each other, what winds up happening is hockey fans feel the need to knock the other guy. Appreciate both of them for their greatness and their different way of playing. Ovechkin will put you through the boards. He'll score 50 goals. He scored 65 in a season. Sidney Crosby's going to rack up the assists, make his teammates better. He's going to play a 200-foot game. They're both all-time greats. Appreciate them each for what they are. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 